Welcome into Potty Podcast Football. I am Dan. With me, as always, is Andy, and we are finishing up Week Five of the NFL season. Um, didn't go as well for me as Week Four. You had a little bit better week. Um, God, this year is banana. Like it, so many uh, picks are like, how how does that happen? I don't know. Some of them, it's I was parody, like, parody, baby, it's parody. I, yeah, I guess so. You know what? There is a lot more, except for the Texans. There's a lot more parity in the league now because I'm, you're seeing the Seahawks beat people. Yeah, we've noticed that the last three years. Uh, we've yeah. been saying this. Uh, yeah, it's. I think we just everybody just forgets. You know, they get hyped up with the off season and oh, you know, super conference just formed in the AFC West, and then you're like, nope, no, it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and and. It happens every year, and we will fall for it this offseason, too. Yeah. It's it's 100% going to – you know what's going to happen is Buffalo and New England and uh, uh, the Jets and the Dolphins are all going to form some super pack and try to bring in all the free agents because they're all burgeoning, you know, mega teams, and it's all going to fall flat. <laughs> it's just it happens every year. It's going to happen again because uh, there's parity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, some of these it's just hard to figure out. Let's get into it, though. Um, we talked about the Colts Broncos game last week, and I don't want to have to relive that. So let's go straight into the Brit- the England game. Uh, Giants at the Packers. Giants are getting eight points. Over under is forty one. I took the Giants and over. I'll be honest. I did not think they would win. I thought they would certainly yeah. cover, though. It was a ton of points. And then you took Packers and under. I got both of those, man. I got twenty seven to twenty two. Giants could have given up five points, and the total score is forty nine. So they they won. And um, yeah, they yeah. went over. Dude, Giants are legit, and Packers are are not. Uh, they can't. They're not. They can't score in the second half. Like they'll come out in the first half and they do okay, and then they forget that Aaron Jones exists, and they just don't That's hand him the what's ball. So confusing. They won't give it to Aaron Jones. They they could try to get Dylan more involved. They try to get their passing game more involved. Christian but... Watson. They keep giving him these handoffs because he can't catch the ball instead of just yeah. give it to Aaron Jones. Yeah, like well, Aaron Jones has got like sixty pounds on on Christian Watson, <laughs> and he's and he's literally trained for this for ten years. Give it to him, and uh, yeah, I, it's really confusing, man. It's, I mean, I get wanting to put it in Aaron Rodgers' arm, you know what I mean? Like if that's where they wanted to go, I get it. But they're running with Dylan and running with Watson, all these things just don't make sense. And and I don't know if it's the coaching, the coordinating, or if maybe Aaron. Rodgers is losing a step on his arm, and they see it in practice. I, I don't know what it is, but it just seems to be really confusing coaching decisions every time I try to watch parts of the game. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. I don't understand because Aaron Jones is averaging six point four yards a carry. Which, <laughs> yeah, he's a monster. Yeah, that's unreal. I think it's the most. Um, Lamar Jackson's averaging seven point six, and hey, Jeff Driscoll's averaging seven point five. So there, there's that. Um, but he is. <laughs> I think he's the most not. I mean, with more than fifty carries, he he's the highest. Yeah. So. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's he's an absolute monster, and they just. They, I think it's they're they're outthinking themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they're like, oh, everyone knows I'm going to go there and Jones, so I'm going to do everything. But well, they know you're going to use him because he's the only thing that can stop him. Yeah. <laughs> so, and on the uh, flip side, dude, the Giants. Brian Dable's got that team turned Arkham. around. And I know yeah. people are still hating on Daniel Jones. I get it. But that man willed himself to a win uh, this past game. Like, he did everything. And those receivers 
are bad. I mean, it seems like every time I watch Giants, it's the receive. It's Sha- Saquon being awesome, uh, Daniel Jones hit or miss, but it's the receivers dropping half of the half the passes. Uh, everyone's yeah. injured on that team, so they can't. It, it, that's the thing is, I want Kadarius Tony to be healthy. I want Wondell Robinson to be I, like. I want to see what happens when he actually has some decent receivers. Because right now, Wandale's out. Kenny Galladay's out. Kadarius Tony's out. Um, Darius Slayton just got healthy and had a good game. But, like, Richie James, David Sills, those are his oh, wide receivers. Odell Beckham's coming back. And uh looks like he's eyeing uh, three weeks yeah. to come back. He said the first week in November uh, is his, his, his target start date to actually play. Okay. And he left. He did tour a couple, couple teams, but they say he's leaning towards the New York Giants. And considering they're four and one without a receiver, yeah, like you said, if if Tony starts playing better and uh, and well, maybe he's gone, but uh, Odell Beckham uh, comes in, yeah, yeah, that could be a pretty decent lift for that team. I don't think Odell Beckham is what he used to be. No, especially coming off the ACL. Yeah, yeah, but he'll be a big lift on that team. Yeah, it's just some kind of talent. Yeah, Um, yeah. Let's move on. Steelers at the Bills. The Steelers are getting a whopping fourteen points. The over under is forty six. Uh, we both took the Bills. I took the over. You took the under. And uh, final score, 38-3. to I mean, I figured it would be a blowout, but I thought the Steelers would get some garbage time points. But they're, they're bad. Um, Kenny Pickett's still early. I think he'll be okay. I don't think he's going to be great. I think he'll be okay. But with that offensive line, they're going to struggle. That defense is not as good without T.J. Watt. Um, so the, the Steelers would have needed 35 points to cover in this, which they did not. Um, so the Bills did win, but it was the under. It was uh, 41 points, so just shy of the 46 over and under. So you got that one. Um, you also did well in the prop bets this week. Kenny Pickett uh, over under two and a half sacks. I took the over. He, he only got all. Oh, you know what? I think I t- marked it down as one interception. I got to go. I marked down the wrong stat. I got to go back and see because he had to get more than one sack. Yeah, he only had one interception. I got to go and look and see what. What happened with the sack? He oh, was sacked three times. Three times. So I won that one. All right. Hey, how about that? I'll take it. I don't think it counts. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> counting it. <laughs> uh, so then we pushed this week. Oh, I like that. All right. All right. That means I am still plus six for I, I think the, the takeaway for me on this team right now is that uh, I would call Pickett somewhat mobile. I think he's kind of – he actually is – I wouldn't say mobile so much as he's really good at moving around the pocket. Um, and and I'm expecting to see more out of him as as the year develops. But mm-hmm. Najee Harris is still at like 1.8 yards a carry. That yeah. so line is bad. It's really bad. And yeah, so I, Najee Harris should be doing, should be playing a lot better than he is. And yeah. I'm really surprised. So uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think that the Steelers well, I'm not going to blow anyone's mind here, but they have no chance of winning the division this year. Oh, God, no. um, but I, I still don't think it'd be a bad idea for them to make a trade prior to the deadline to try to bolster their O-line just to get, you know, just to get Pickett healthy and give Najee Harris some running room just yeah. so they can have watchable games. I yeah. mean, uh, uh, you can't fix your whole O-line in an offseason. So trying to, you know, build towards that by, by a trade right now with the Panthers when they're doing a fire sale, or the Falcons, who look like they might get be getting ready to do the same, that wouldn't be and a bad Raiders. idea to protect that quarterback. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to get good offensive linemen uh, 
at this point, but I'm with you. They they need to try to get some stuff because they got to yeah. protect those guys. I mean, they still they're not out of the division. Ravens are the leaders at three and two. They're one and four, but they're just not good. They're not going. I just don't see that they're going to be able to do anything in this. No, no, you just you just can't let Kenneth, uh, Kenny Pickett get his ACL torn or Achilles ruptured or something because mm-hmm. he's just getting sacked, you know, uh, nonstop. Yeah. Uh, the only three times this game, but let's let's see how that goes. Yeah, um, let's move on to a divisional game: Bears at the Vikings. Bears are getting a nah. whopping seven and a half over under forty four. We both took the Vikings and under because that seemed very very reasonable. Why would you not do that, um, Vikings? I cannot – what is the matter with them? The, I can't figure out – I figured it's not a primetime game, so Kirk Cousins should be fine. And he, 32 for 41, 296, one touchdown, one interception, which is meh. Um, but Dalvin Cook had a great game, 94 yards and two touchdowns, and then uh, another two receptions for 27 yards. Um, Justin Jefferson was Justin Jefferson, 12 for 154. Um Irv Smith is starting to get better. K.J. Osborne, I was telling you at the end of the year, K.J. Osborne's going to take over for Adam Thielen. He had four receptions in this one over Adam Thielen's uh, – or he had five over Adam Thielen's four. I think you're going to start to see him coming out. Um, well, Irv Smith Thielen had seven, tar- had seven targets. I mean, I, I think they're kind of 2A and 2B. I don't, yeah. I don't think one's going to necessarily take over. I think it depends mm. who's, you know, who's guarding them. Yeah. Uh, but uh, – but I mean, their offense is fine. They put up 29 points against a decent defense. Yeah. Just, uh, I mean, Cousins almost had 300 yards, and despite having 100, you know, uh, 100 yards on the ground uh, for Dalvin Cook. So yeah, I mean, I think their I think their offense played great. Just their defense, no surprise all season, has just been bad. Yeah. And I mean, when you get a first round pick corner taken off your team because he's an idiot, uh, get out of the league. That that can happen. And then uh, they lost a couple other. Was it Dino Hunter? No, they lost somebody else uh, on that front four. Um, I'll have to look and see. I, I thought Dino Everson Hunter Griffin, was still, was still one, one of their edge rushers is gone. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So uh, I mean, I mean, left the team. The Neil Hunter. Prior. Oh, oh yeah. No, it's uh, Griffin. Griffin's gone. Griffin. Yeah. 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 Um, and then Anthony Barr even left. He went to the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, which was a big one for them. So not that he's like the elite. Uh, inside linebacker used to be but he's still really solid yeah yeah um you made this one of your solid picks i don't blame you it it makes sense um yeah the the bears are they're terrible but somehow they're two and three in the division ahead of the lions who that's shocking to me i thought the lions might be giving the vikings a run for their money but vikings are four and one Packers are three and two. Bears are two and three. Lions are one and four. Granted, the Lions are very, very, very beat up right now, so I think they're going to get better as the season goes oh, on. Yeah. And it's not like they're playing for playoffs; they're just trying to get better. And so I think yeah, they're going to improve. The, it's, it's, it's honestly not going to hurt them because they're going to get a better draft pick. But they're, yeah, but they're, uh, yeah, their their three best offensive weapons are out, and they're and they're coming back very soon. So yeah. actually, actually, have you seen anything about DeAndre Swift? Um, I, I thought he's planning on getting getting back next week. Okay, yeah, I went. I was starting to wonder. I was like, is this supposed to be like for the season or a no, really long term injury? No, it was at, at first. It was like a week, but they weren't sure, and then um, they went with another week. Um, okay, well, he already shows out for next week for this coming weekend. Oh, really? They've already designated him out. Yeah, so that's that's like no question. He's out. Okay. 
Oh yeah. wow! Then I, I know he had a, I know he had an ankle issue, but I thought it was going to be better. Wow, it might be worse than we thought. Um, yeah, I mean, usually you would wait till Thursday to make that yeah. call, and then say, you know what, we're just getting a little practice, but we're going to have him sit out anyway. But if they're saying out on Monday because they said it yesterday, then uh, he's out. <laughs> like yeah. something is wrong, I think. But uh, well, we'll see. and as good as he is. Jamal Williams has played well for him, but the problem is on the other side. Till this week. I'm on Ross St. Brown, their best receiver is out. TJ Chark, who is a big body that can still play, is out. Um, yeah, now granted, I'm on Ross St. Brown will be back. I think DJ Chark is going to be out for a while. Um, and then Jamison Williams, you think at some point he'll come back. And then on the defensive side, Josh Pascal got injured and is out. Um, Aiden Hutchinson's been dealing with injuries charles charles harris their defensive end um yeah. a cornerback a, a free safety i'm in the the i think that's their third corner out so they've just i'm not i'm not gonna eat their lunch for this they're just been plagued by injuries i don't blame you know i, I think they still have a long yeah. way to go in this but um let's see in the latest the latest injury dealing with a shoulder injury as of late which held him out in the week four shoot against the seahawks um. Yeah. So it's still that shoulder injury is the problem, according to Jeremy okay. Fowler. So, yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Right. Um. Next game is Falcons at the Bucks. Falcons are getting ten points. Uh. Over under forty six and a half. We both took Bucks and over. I told you. I. 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 This one was a tough one for me. That's why I didn't make it a solid pick because the Falcons, they play their division tough. Um. The Bucks have been playing well. This was, this was a close game, and I mean, if you've seen, if you've watched the news at all, you've seen the controversial call about the sack on Tom Brady, where Grady Jarrett sacks him. He gets uh, penalized for uh, roughing the passer, even though there's no way. And Brady even tries to kick him as he's getting off of him. So if anyone should have gotten a penalty, it should have been Brady. Uh, yeah. But the yeah, Bucks end up, kidding. but the Bucks end up winning twenty-one to fifteen. So. Um, the Falcons needed six, so they covered uh, total score at 36, so it was under. I thought this was going to be higher scoring. I thought the Falcons were going to have a shootout with them, and I was I was just wrong. We both we both were. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's – and I really don't – I mean, Kyle Pitts was out. Uh, Lake London was held to a reasonable amount, and Cordero Patterson was out. I, I don't know how they did that, but uh, good for them. For, yeah. Are putting up a fight. I mean, they still only put up 15 points, but still. That's a tough defense. Uh, That's a really tough yeah, defense. Yeah, it's a tough defense. Yeah, and uh, and they held them to respectable numbers as far as offense. So, uh, yeah, I mean, go Falcons, I guess. But I think there's still a fire sale happening. So, uh, Deion Jones was just traded. They're Pro Bowl linebacker. Yeah. Uh, there's word out that there's other people that are on the market. Uh, I really wouldn't be surprised to see someone – well, no, I would be surprised. I was going to say they might trade the, the receiver that's on suspension. There have been talks they were trying oh, to trade. Calvin him. Ridley. Yes, thank yeah. you, Calvin Ridley. Um, but, you know, the fa- best thing the Falcons might do is just go ahead and keep him. Yeah, I don't understand the fire cell for them. I feel like they're building a pretty – I think Arthur Smith has done a good job with the talent they have. Look, they got to move on from Marcus Mariota. He's not the guy. Desmond Ritter might not be ready. He's a third-round pick. And that was that was the rumors that they a lot of people liked him but thought he might need a little bit of time. So, you know, when they say fire sale, some people take that and run with it after one trade and, and the Panthers uh, are already talking about it too, you know, but it, when a team realizes halfway through the season that next 
gear will be that, that you know what we're not re, we didn't reload we're rebuilding mm-hmm. <laughs> um but not a teardown just rebuilding um you go ahead and trade some of your expensive vets the yeah. ones that are gonna have a big contract next year yeah. or, and so that's that's not a bad plan because they can carry over some of that cap yeah uh, that they save this year into next year uh, so even if it's just like their contracts up at the end of the year, if you trade them, you might pick up an extra four million towards the cap next year. So yeah. uh, I don't think that no no one young and good is going to get traded. A fire sale, you know, they'll, they'll trade might. their best. Well, players. Panthers might. Um, I don't think so. Their defense is too young and good. And there's already got... okay. Before I'm going to stop you, they're already talking about yeah. Christian McCaffrey getting traded. He's not young and good. I mean, he still good. played well. He's, That's a bad team, he's, though. He's got a monster contract. He does. He's guaranteed massive fifteen million dollars a year mm-hmm. as a running back who's not changing the game for him anymore. Uh, that's a smart move to trade him. That's not trading Brian Burns or Jeremy Chin or uh, their their corner that was a stud that's back this year. I forgot. I, I but that's JT still Warren. a talented player, to, and he's going to the Bills where it's going to make them monsters. But it's not – well, it doesn't matter where he goes. Yeah. What matters for your team is do I – I'm saving $15 million a year mm-hmm. on a running back that's not changing the game for us. It's just uh, – uh, fire sales people will get stupid and start trading you know first round young talent yeah i don't think that's gonna happen the second fire sale gets thrown around you start seeing everybody oh brian burns to the (laughs) buccaneers and jc horn to the packer that's not happening well they're not gonna trade within division but i still think i think i don't be surprised the panthers have a fire i think they're gonna they're gonna have to rebuild maybe not off the defense oh maybe on i don't know because that offense is not great but i think they could trade some receivers quarterback the thing is, if Sam or is it Sam Corral, Matt Corral, uh, Corral, whatever, whatever his name is, <laughs> he they have some hope for him from what I've heard. Uh, so if he's if he's actually a good quarterback, they they don't need to fire sale. They've got a really good defense and a quarterback. I mean they've they've got a young uh, left tackle. They've got a couple decent receivers. I think they will lose an older vet receiver, but that's the only other thing I can see them losing. Yeah, yeah. I mean they've got their tackles. They got a decent interior. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they've got the. I mean, they've got more than the Texans had talent wise. I, I think they're. Yeah. Uh, which isn't saying a lot, but I mean, you know, if you're on a rebuild, like. I think well, Matt Corral's kind of... on IR. I think he's designated yeah, he to return. But yeah, I don't know if you want to play him. Um, they've got PJ Walker's going to play this week because Baker Mayfield got injured. But well, Corral was an ACL, right? His was an ACL. Um, yeah, he won't play in this year. In the in the um, off season though, Pre-season. wasn't it? yeah. Yeah, it was it was during training camp. During training camp, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I I thought, but the Falcons are not. I feel like they're they're still in a decent position. They've got some injuries, but they're two and three. Buccaneers are three and two. Like they're tied well, they, with the there Saints. Was, there was word that they were looking to trade Deion Jones prior to the season. Yeah. So, I think that was just always the plan, and I think they waited until there was a team desperate enough to trade for him. Yeah, I don't think that. And they're like, because okay, because his was all about his was all about money. Yeah. He was due a ton of money. Yeah. Um, now to the best game of the week. Texans at the Jags. Texans getting seven <laughs> points. Over-under is 43.5. I took Jags and over. You took Texans over. I even made this one of my solid picks. Um, You're dumb, 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 dumb. <laughs> I don't think so. Texans. Well, yeah, people... I do. You, you said the Falcons play their their uh, division well. The Texans have not lost to the Jags in nine games yeah, straight. You were right about this that. Nine well, games but this straight. is they not the same. The, but this is not the them. same Jags that have played there before. They've been playing well, playing good defense, 
playing good offense. I think people are realizing that if they sit on Christian Kirk, it throws off the entire offense because he goes across the slot and it's really throwing things off. I've been saying since week two, the Jags are not that good. You're buying into a fake thing. You may be right. They're not that good. They're, they've, I've seen it every week. They're, they're, they're lucky. They got lucky in a couple games. They beat a broken, a terrible Colts team that we thought was going to be a playoff team when they started the year. They yeah. beat a, a terrible Chargers team, which is one they like smoked, one game this year. They smoked a terrible Chargers, or a bad Chargers Everyone team. Everyone is smoking the Chargers. Yeah. The Chargers are bad. The Texans almost beat the Chargers. The Chargers are bad, and they've lost all their players. The like Chargers are 3-2. and two. Oh, they're still bad, dude. They they beat the Texans barely. Like they they should be two and three. Yeah. Um. And they and when they were playing the Jags, they lost Bosa like the first series. So they yeah. had to re. They or it was it yeah Bosa, and then they lost somebody else in mid game. So like they they had to adjust, and they didn't have time to do that to, to what their new uh, team was gonna be. Yeah. And then we don't need to go into all that, but uh, the Texans. I mean, they finally did the smart thing and started putting the ball. In Damian Pierce's hands when it mattered. But yeah. 26 still not going to glorify. 20, still, yeah. 26 carries for 99 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, and, and he broke the NFL record for the most broken tackles in a game. Yeah. The NFL record. 17. 17 yeah. forced missed tackles in a game. Forced, whatever you call that, forced missed tackles yeah. in a game. So, yeah, he was he was an absolute beast. Um, but still, still, as much as like I'm happy they beat him and Pierce – showed the world what Texans fans already knew. Uh, they still had like six points in the first half. Like it was, it was embarrassing how bad they, they played. And, and I think they, they're like one of, what did I see? It's, it's, it's depressing. They're like 8% on third down conversions. Oh yeah. No, they're like very for bad. The year. It's, it's so low. And, and again, like four times this uh, past game on third down situations, they involved Rex Burkhead and not Damian Pierce. So, I mean, they're still making that stupid decision. And they're, and they're in press conferences saying they're doing the right thing, that Rex Burkhead is their best chance to, to do the right thing on third down. And because in their eyes, Rex Burkhead is a passing threat, and therefore the defense won't know what to do. But, but they know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, they know exactly what's yeah. going to happen. Let yeah. run up the middle. He's not going to do anything. That's the thing, and and and, and well, no, uh, he's like, yeah, you know, the defenses won't know whether to prepare for a pass or a run, but Damian Pierce, the defenses always know we're going to run. Well, yeah, and they can't stop him. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, also on you. <laughs> it makes it you up. Yeah, bit. that's on you. Yeah, you don't take out your best player on critical times, yeah. and yet they just keep doing it. So, Nico Collins played a lot better of a game than he'd been playing. Yeah. Mills was mediocre. Mills as usual. Oh, um, mediocres. 16 for 24 and 140 is not mediocre. That's bad. Yeah, That's yeah, Baker yeah, Mayfield mean, uh, numbers. You're, you're not wrong. I mean, it was it was ugly football the first half. It was really hard to watch football the first mm-hmm. half. And there was one where we got down in the red zone before we coughed it up. Uh, and so, yeah, it was anyway. Really, or we didn't cough it up. We had to settle for field goals, what it was. When it should have been should have been on that drive of cap to the touchdown. So. Yeah. Defense, defense is okay. Stingley's doing great on man coverage. It's when zone, he has a little bit of rookie issues in zone. Um, but Garrett Wallow is the thing that I just wanted to bring up. He's He's been flashing the last two weeks yeah. now that he's back healthy as a legit 
uh, a legit starter for for the linebacking core. Yeah, I liked him That's last huge. year when he was on the special team. I was like, ooh, this guy's you did. got some you stuff. Did. Yeah, yeah, you were you were high on him last year, and, and you called that. I, I I mean, I liked him on special teams. Yeah, I just was trying to temper expectations of like you know a special team sixth seventh rounder being an yeah. actual starter sure. as a linebacker, but he's looking good, man. Yeah. Christian um, Harris comes back. We might have a duo. Yeah. Well, he played. He came back this week, didn't he? Harris did. I thought so. No, I don't I think could so. Be wrong. He, he came back to practice. That's what it but was. He didn't, yeah. He didn't get to play the game yet, but That's he will right. next week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Derek Stingley Jr. with an interception. Desmond King with an interception. Because on the other side, uh, Trevor Lawrence did not play. Twenty-five for forty-seven, two hundred and eighty-six, two interceptions. But what's interesting is on the rushing. Travis Etienne got 10 carries, as did James Robinson. And James Robinson's been playing very well, which led me to our prop bet, over under 123 total yards. And you picked under, but you were like, I don't know if that's – I mean, that seemed like a good line. He's been averaging uh, – he's been doing great, mm-hmm. and the Texans have been averaging like 170 yards uh, to the running back per game. Yeah. Um, in this one, he went 10 for 27, only averaged 10, 2.7 yards. But Travis Etienne went 10 for 71. Averaging seven yards a carry, which is nuts. Um, Do you remember what I said before the game, though? What? I said this is going to be the game where they feed Etienne to help him get right because it's the Texans' poorest run defense. Oh, that's a good and call. They're gonna, I said they're going to want to build some uh, some confidence in him by letting him have a good game. And sure enough, that's that's what they do. And because we're so bad, he does have a good game. Yeah. <laughs> we are so bad. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's The thing is, the defense is not – the run, they're they're weak against the run, and they can. They're I feel very like, weak against yeah, the run. they're very weak. But I I like what they're kind of putting together. Um, I think when Christian Harris comes back, that's going to be a big deal because that's what he's a thumper. He's going to be able to get in there yeah. and, and really help with that. Um, it's their offense. That our is linebackers just so putrid. Well, our linebackers too. Our linebackers are terrible. Our front four's been doing okay. Greenard was out this game. Um, but they've been doing okay, but the linebackers have just been terrible. And Lovey mm-hmm. Smith even said during the press conference, they're like, how do you feel about linebacking core? And he's like, Garrett Wallow did some really good things today. They're like, yeah, but how about the rest of the linebacker core? What do you think? He's like, Garrett Wallow did some good things today. Yeah. <laughs> and that actually made news coverage in Houston. Like He's like, I don't want to talk about our linebackers because yeah. they're not good. He's not happy with them. Exactly uh, so. so. All right, let's yeah, stop yeah. subjecting people to Texans Jags games and move on to an even worse, uh, uh, even worse game: Dolphins at the Jets. So Jets are getting three Oof. points. Over under is forty six. I took the Dolphins and over. Um, you took the Jets and over. I didn't think Teddy Bridgewater was going to get concussed within the first five minutes. So yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, that was bad. It was bad. The Jets are starting to get their act together though, and boy, Brees Hall is a monster. monster. I, we got him yeah. in our uh, in my uh, dynasty league. Uh, I also just traded Najee. Uh, I have Pittman him. for I have Najee him. Harris. I have him in your dynasty league. In the keeper league. Yeah. In the keeper league. Yeah, that's a good one yeah. to have. I've got Damian Pierce and Brees Hall, and yeah, I got him. Yeah, well, Damian Pierce right in front of me. You know what though, Damian Pierce, I think he had to get in the third or fourth round, so he's not going to be that great. Yeah, in you you got him place. pretty early. Um, yeah. The final score is seventeen to forty Jets. Uh, they walloped them. De- Dolphins would have needed twenty three. Total score is fifty seven. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to tell you about this one. It's um, they're on their third string quarterback, and I think he's a he's a rookie this year, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it just it's not going to work out that way. They should get Tua back this week, um, but I think 
Teddy's still got another week to go. But with Tua back, I think it'll make a big difference. Also, uh, Tyreek Hill had a foot injury. Uh, seen leaving with a boot. Only went two for 13. Skylar Thompson, that's the kid's name. 19 for 33, 166, and a touchdown. Or, I'm sorry, an interception. Yeah. Um, Raheem Ostert looked good. 18 for 113 and a touchdown. This was, I mean, Tyreek Hill was injured. Um, Jalen Waddell was injured, did nothing. Uh, I'm sorry, th- three for 23, but he's still coming off that groin injury. So, yeah. It's, um, yeah, they're just beat up right now. I think they're still a good team. I like the coach. I think Ted, I think Tua can, can get things going, but they're just, I mean, it's that time of year where the injuries just start really accumulating. Yeah. Yeah. And it matters. Uh, but yeah, QB is obviously the, the one that you just can't really come back from. Yeah. Um, another doo-doo game lions at the Patriots. Lions getting three and a half over under 46. Oh, I took the Patriots in under this one. Uh, you took Lions in under, and you made it. I was surprised you made a solid. Uh, your solid I wanted picks. to believe. I wanted to believe. Yeah, they're just too <laughs> injured. They just had Amon Ross St. Brown's not playing. DeAndre Swift, like, they were just so beat up. I didn't think that this would happen. Uh, they end up losing 0 to 29, get shut out. Um, so the total score is 29. They would have needed 29 points to cover. They got none of that. So I ended up getting. Uh, the uh, the Patriots winning, we both got the under on that one. But, yeah, I mean, I feel bad for the Lions because they're just so beat up, but they're yeah. going to get better. Um, the Patriots are bad. They're going to lose that division. They're 2-3. and three. Well, they, mm-hmm. And they lost Damian Harris this game. Yeah. How long is he out for? He was out pretty quick because I started him. You and I talked about this because um, we were both saying, oh, I'm gonna, the Lions are so bad at the run game. It was like, well, you either start Damian Harris or Ramondre. You could probably start both. I started Damian Harris. You started Ramondre. And then Damian Harris goes out within the first three snaps, and then Ramondre goes off. I'm like, uh, of, of course. I'm My uh, fantasy teams this year are just struggling with injury. You want to hear something even worse? Okay. I dropped Damian Harris a week ago. Yeah, I picked him up. <laughs> yeah, and I picked up Stevenson, so that was pure luck. I, oh. I dropped Harris because I needed some uh, another team because I had somebody streaming, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I was like, I'll take Stevenson instead of Harris. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just dumb luck. Good, yeah, good call. It worked out well for you because he killed me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we can kind of go into this game, but there's not really a point. This is the Patriots aren't going to go 21 to zero against anybody, and the Lions aren't going to lose zero to 29 against anybody else. This was just kind of a a bad matchup for the Lions. Uh, moving on, Titans at the Commies. Uh, Commanders are getting one and a half points. The over under is 43. We split on this one. I took Commies and over. You took Titans and under, and um, the the Titans end up winning 21 to 17. They didn't. They needed more than the one and a half points. They would have needed the four points to cover on this one. And the total score is 41, so it was under. Uh, I still don't feel bad about this one just because this was a game where the the commanders have actually been playing pretty well. And if it wasn't for, oh, my God, Carson Wentz, that's the problem with this guy is that he will light it up. 25 for 38, 350. It was 20. Yeah, 25 for 37, 359 yards, two touchdowns, having an amazing game. And then at the last second, throws an interception in the end zone and ends the game. Uh, otherwise, they they cover, they win, they the whole thing. And uh, they even it's even the over. But Carson Wentz screws me once again where, I mean, he threw it in a double coverage. It made no sense. 
And then that was the game. Jami Brown having a huge game. Two receptions for 105 yards and two touchdowns. The man averaged a touchdown per reception. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, Here's here's what will kill you. Uh, Brian Robinson was back. Really glad to see he's back. Mm-hmm. You know, after poor poor dude gets shot as a rookie, literally shot. Um, he gets twenty two yards on nine carries, and he's the lead rusher. Yeah, you can't win a game like that. That's just impossible. Yeah, um, another offensive line good. issue team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's you know, we we you and I called it last year when they for their. I'm trying to remember. They oh they didn't address tackle until the fourth round and it was like uh, the guy Cosme. oh who's their other tackle charles leno oh so he's not even a starter so he's one of the backups <laughs> who the <laughs> guy, guy they drafted last year no samuel Co- sam cosme but he's injured who are the backups do you remember uh sadiq charles who is really more of a guard i think sadiq charles is the one they got he him was two like years the... ago yeah, two years ago, he was like the fourth round pick, yeah. and uh, we're like, well, that's that's not <laughs> that's not enough. Uh, but they ended up getting Cosby, so that's good. But yeah, they need they need to do something bad about fixing that offensive line because it's. And then once I mean, once everybody knew it was a bad decision, yet somehow they didn't know. I, I, I'm just I'm flummoxed <laughs> yeah. by their acquisition of. Oh, uh, I mean, Carson they, Wentz. they got Jahan. I don't have a problem with Carson Wentz. I think. <sighs> Yeah, he make he can win you games. Like he's had he's had a great year so far this year. He had a great year. One thing he's leading right now is interceptions uh, for the NFL right now. And uh, and then not only that, he uh, his coach that loved him that fought for him cut him. Uh, So Carson Wentz is fifth in yards right now. Yards? That's not bad. I mean, Uh, yards is a big deal. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean it's good to have yards. You just got to win games. Uh, but he throws a lot of picks, dude. Yeah. Uh, I think he chokes. He throws the picks at the wrong. In fact, this one. He's, this, fifth, this week, he's fifth for this touchdowns. Week, picks... He's fifth in yards and fifth in touchdowns. So. Yeah, but this this interception that he, you know, there's only one this game. He threw it in the fourth quarter at the very end of the no, game. No, I'm agreeing on with a pass that. to win on a pass to win the game. He yeah. chokes when it matters. No, I agree with you on that. That's what I'm saying. It's like he yeah. plays well and then just dumb move at the wrong time, and that's kind of his legacy now. Is he's he's a he's a phenomenal quarterback that makes one or two dumb mis- decisions. The problem is those decisions have such huge ramifications in the game. And he just does it at the wrong time. If you throw an interception, you know, halfway through the first quarter, it's not a big deal. But if you throw it to win the game in the end zone, it, that's the problem. He just he just struggles there. But he's still he's still. I, I mean, that's why teams keep picking him up. Is he he can play? Um, he just boy they just, yeah they just gotta kind of take it out of his hands uh, at that point, which is a shame. But uh, yeah, he's got. 10 touchdowns, and he's uh, uh, 1,390 yards. He's fifth in touchdowns, fifth in yards. He has one more interception than Lamar Jackson, who might win MVP of the league. Wow. Yeah, that's rough. So um, let's move on to a crazy game. Seahawks at the Saints. Um, Seahawks are getting six points. The over-under is 45.5. We both took Saints and under on this one. But I'm starting to become a – I mean, you have to become a believer in the Seahawks and Geno Smith at this point. Uh, they end up, they lost 32 to 39, but they, um, they ended up, uh, 
the Seahawks needed seven points. They got six, so they didn't cover, and it was over, 71, which was by far the most of the week. And I, the Saints, I know, they're, they need a quarterback. It can't be Jameis. It can't be Andy Dalton. That's the only thing I feel like they're missing, and they're, they're, their wide receivers are getting very injured right now. Uh, Michael Thomas is beat up. It looks like Olave might have gotten concussed. Still caught a touchdown, but got concussed. Uh, Jarvis Landry's, he's Jarvis Landry. He shows up occasionally, does some stuff, and then leaves. Um, but the Seahawks, man, they are, they're not, they're not bad. They're way better than we thought they were going to be. I mean, they're two and three. They're one game out of being tied for first place in the division. That's shocking. I mean, uh, what's shocking more than anything is just the play of Geno Smith. I mean, the dude is, he's looking like a first round pick, which, yeah. he, which he was. He or was no, he was second round totally. pick. Yeah, yeah, second round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 16 for 25, 268 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. That was the EJ Manuel draft. He was the top quarterback oh draft. Whoops. Remember that one? Yeah. yeah. Wasn't that a bill? I, I think it was a bill. That was a bill. Anyway, yeah, uh, he was a bill. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, yeah, it's, uh, their defense is just bad, which is shocking considering who their coach is. But, um, I don't know if they can find some way to, to add a piece on defense and, and shore up the rest of the defense or not shore it up, but make it a little bit better than it is right now. It's, they have a shot in the division, which is hard to say. Yeah. I mean, I've liked some a of shot. the moves they made. I'm not they, feeling good about it. They got <laughs> Boye Mafe in the second, um, I liked Tariq Woolen and Kobe Bryant in the fourth and fifth, respectively, just because that's for where they got them. That's good depth. But they, you know, they focused on the offense this year, which is the right thing to do. They got two tackles and they got Kenneth Walker because they like they like being more of a ground and pound team. They liked it when it was Marshawn Lynch and when uh, Russell Wilson just they, you know, he could kind of he he was still a threat, but they just like to run the ball and play defense. And that's kind of what they've done here. Kenneth Walker, 8 for 88 and a touchdown. Rashad Penny, shame about him, 8 and 50 or 54. He was having a huge year going into a contract year, and his contract is up. He's like, give me a one-year deal. I'm going to do a prove-it deal. Broke his fibula. So I don't know. A broken leg is still, like, he'll get a spot next year because broken leg is not a, a, that big of a deal. It'll heal fast. Um, it's not a joint. So I think he'll get a pretty good contract. But now comes the Kenneth Walker era. Agreed. Um, on okay, the other yeah, side, not a big fan of Penny. I got to talk about Taysom Hill. Um, four touchdowns for this man. Threw a touchdown for 22 yards, and then nine carries for 112 yards and three touchdowns. Um, what do you do with Taysom Hill? Oof. I mean, they're kind of doing what they can with him, uh, and and he's doing great. I mean, uh, you use him as just a as just an offensive weapon. Uh, like they kind of always have. I mean, I think that's the best chance for him to just stay in the NFL. He, he's not a quarterback. No. He's not good enough. He's definitely not a tight end. He's he's a little too important to be just a tight end. So, yeah, I think uh, I think they did a pretty good job of using him in gadget plays a la Sean Payton. And uh, I, was, I was just kind of impressed watching him play. Plus that big run he had towards the end. Yeah, uh, yeah that was a Man, that was run. impressive. Yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a beast of a dude. He's just... He's just so nebulous. It's like, what is he? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> he's not quite good enough to play anything, but he's good at all of it. So uh, yeah, he's just an athlete. I mean, keep him. Yeah, why not keep him? I mean, those, these plays are great. Yeah, well, they paid him a ton of money. Um, 
Yeah, that's about all. I mean, Alvin Kamara, well, yeah, that's a big one. 23 for 103 yards, didn't get any touchdowns. Um, and then six receptions for 91 yards. He's, he's fantastic. Um, it's going to be tough for him this next week if none of the receivers are healthy. And I think Jameis Winston's expected to return next week. So take, I mean, deal with that with what you will. I, it, Andy Dalton is going to, he's not going to turn it over a ton, but he's not going to move the ball as much. So that is what it is. Uh, let's move on to 49ers at the Panthers. The uh, Panthers are getting six and a half. The over-under is 39. We both took 49ers. We don't think anything of the Panthers. Um, I took the under just because I thought they were going to smoke the Panthers. You took the over. You made this your lock, and we both made it confidence picks. Uh, we were right. The 49ers won 37 to 15, and uh, total score of 52. So you were right. You, it was the over. I'm surprised the Panthers got that many. It was an Ugly game, so ugly I got the coach fired on Monday. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was a tough one to see. Already fired, man. Uh, but I mean, I, I think the the fans are rejoicing, and I get it. Uh, seemed a little early in the season, but I mean, I guess if you know, you know. Yeah. Um, and and you're in kind of a flux state anyway. Like you don't you don't have a quarterback. Uh, didn't even get injured at the end. Baker? I think yeah. I saw, I think, yeah I think no, I saw Baker's Baker. injured. Yeah, he's out for next week. P.J. Walker's expected to play. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah that is. Sam Darnold is also Oof. injured. Um, Oof. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's tough. Is Sam Darnold injured, or is he just pouting? <laughs> <laughs> he's been injured for most <laughs> of this playing. season, but, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not great for them. And then Macaral, of course, is injured. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, the team is better with him. 18 for 30 yep. for 253 and two touchdowns. That's fine. This Panthers defense is good. That's the thing the Panthers do have is they have a really good defense, which is shocking because, like, their, their coach is an offensive-minded coach. And he never really got a quarterback. Um, so it, it's hard to say if he could have done better. But, you know, he'll he's going to collect a whole bunch of money because this is, what, year two or three in his seven-year contract. So he's going to yeah. go take, like, 14 – or 40 million go hang out somewhere else and then the colleges will be giving him a ton of jobs he'll the oklahoma or wisconsin will be picking him up in no time um you're pro- you're probably right Here, here's what i want to know mm-hmm. well one one interesting thing from the game uh Tebow samuel got two of his nine targets that's that was actually kind of shocking uh obviously didn't hurt their team overall yeah. but uh that that was still kind of shocking to for, see that. one of one for a touchdown yeah one of them was a big one um but uh, uh, the, the off-season drama there is going to be interesting because if you're the 49ers, you have to go, all right, we screwed up. <laughs> we got to keep Jimmy G. We got to extend him. We've got a first-round pick in Trey Lance uh, that we're going to owe some money to. Let's just trade him. I don't know. I, I'm interested yeah. to see what they decide to do. Yeah, the problem is you're not going to – He's under contract, and the thing is, this is next year will be his third year, so I think it'll still be too much of a cap hit to just straight out yeah, trade they'll him. Keep him. Um, yep. Also, you can't trade him right now because from what you've, from what people have seen of him, it hasn't been great. You have to maybe in preseason. You have to make him look good in preseason. Yeah, yeah, make him look good in preseason, and then someone will get hurt, and then they can trade him. I mean, maybe trade him to the Panthers. They love busted quarterbacks. <laughs> So do the Colts. So yeah, do the Colts. <laughs> very uh, true. 
Um, All right. Yeah. uh, Just want to mention that Jeff Wilson is clearly the running back for them now. 17 carries for 120 yards and a touchdown. Tevin Coleman coming out of nowhere. Eight for 23 and a touchdown. And then three for 44 and a touchdown through the air. Um, Wonder when Elijah Mitchell comes back. uh, He's injured for a while. Uh, I forgot what his injury is, but I think it's going to be a long. I think it's going to be some a long time. Um, on the other side, McCaffrey, 14 for 54 and a touchdown on the ground, 7 for 50 through the air. He may be a bill soon. My God, that's going to – if you own Christian McCaffrey in your fantasy league, you are praying that he gets traded to the Bills because he's going to be a monster. Uh, let's move on to the next game, Cowboys at the Rams. Cowboys getting 5.5 over under 43. We both took Cowboys because I think we're both kind of believers in that defense, and the Rams are not what they used to be. Uh, I took the over. You took the under. I mean, this one of my solid picks. And we were right. The Cowboys won 22-10. to 10. Uh, Rams would have needed 12 points instead of the 5.5 that they got. Total score was 32. So the Cowboys are kind of legit. I still don't trust their offense. Um, Cooper Rush, 10 for 16 for 102 yards. Pollard had a good game, 8 for 86 and a touchdown. Zeke, 22 carries for 78. I mean, how are you still giving him 22 carries when Pollard's averaging 10 yards a carry and Zeke's averaging 3.5? I don't get that. Um, And then C.D. Lamb, 5 for 53 through the air. Um, Yeah, this defense is just ridiculous. I think Dan Quinn might end up getting a head coaching job again after this, and rightfully so. He did a good job in Atlanta. Things just didn't work out, and it was time for him to move on. Uh, on the other side, Matt Stafford, 28 for 42, 308 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Um, Cam Akers, clearly the lead back there, but, man, is he bad. 13 for 33. That offensive line is just not good. And The everything, offensive line is bad. Yeah. That, that's, yeah, that's where it's similar. Um, and there's, I mean, Cooper Cup gets 7, 125, and a touchdown because he's Cooper Cup and he's awesome. But the two receivers that they have are Cooper Cup and Tyler Higby. That's about it. Ben Skoronik is going to be your third guy. Allen Robinson, three for 12. What happened to Allen Robinson? They won't even him. I mean, the rest, I was looking at the Rams kind of fan boards and stuff and just seeing uh, what they thought because I was mm-hmm. kind of curious about this. I think it was actually last week, and they were saying um, that they seem to only allow him to even be targeted when it's a fade in the end zone. Uh, and and he's usually double covered at that point because everyone knows they're going to throw a fade in the end zone. <laughs> Talon Robinson. So yeah. a lot of the fans were really annoyed with the way they're using him. So I and I don't know. I can't say I've watched enough to see if he's you know getting open or not that often. But I don't think getting open's ever been his problem. Plus he's so long. I mean he can jump up and get it. But but that's the thing is he's never been like... a role. he's never been a separation guy. He's just a fifty fifty guy. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you know, <laughs> he's good at it when, yeah. when they give him a shot. Uh, it's really odd to me. Um, so yeah, maybe, maybe we'll see something change soon, but this is the first time that they haven't had that Robert Woods type that's, you know, taking, you know, five, six really good catches a game away from cup and, and being able to spread the ball, the defense around, they're just not using Allen Robinson and it's just really weird to me yeah i agree they can't find a way to use him yeah i agree um that division is interesting because the um the eagles are five and oh the cowboys are four and one the giants are four and one and then the lowly commanders at one and four this this is going to be a tough division to get through the giants 
look legit. The Cowboys, that defense is legit. Um, and we'll see what happens when Dak comes back. I think they said they're still checking him out. He's not for sure this week. They, I think they might hold him out another one because uh, they don't. They have a. I forget who they play this week. I think it's pretty. I think it's a pretty easy game. Actually, I think they have a real easy schedule coming up because they're going to play. Oh, they play the the Eagles. Yes, they play Eagles on Sunday Night Football, which is going to be amazing. Then they play the Lions, the Bears, the Packers, which I think is very beatable. The Vikings, which is probably pretty beatable. The Giants, which is going to be great. Then the Colts, beatable. Texans, very beatable. Jags, beatable. Then the Eagles again at the end. Titans and Commanders. I mean, they have one, two. They have three games that are going to be tough and two games that are going to be, eh. You know, they're going to have to stripe up. But, like, they're in a good position to do well the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. They're, they're definitely a team I'll be watching uh, watching the game zone from here on out. Yeah. Um, Rams are still second that di- tied for second in that division um, with the 49ers, the Seahawks, and then the next team we're going to talk about, the Cardinals. Eagles at the Cardinals. Cardinals are getting five points over under 48.5. We both took the Eagles and over. I made this a lock. Uh, we both made this solid picks. And – this one was I, – I'm shocked it was this close. The final score was 20-17. to 17. The uh, Eagles win to stay – keep the hopes alive. Um, total score 37. So it was under. It's not the blowout. I'm surprised that Cardinals defense is not good. Um, it looked like their plan was to just sit on A.J. Brown because he only had three for 32. But it opened up Devontae Smith, 10 for 87, and then Dallas Goddard, 8 for 95. Uh, Jalen Hurts, who's been a monster this year, 26 for 36, 239, not one touchdown through the air. So he said, fine, I'll do it on the ground. 15 for 61 and two on the ground. Miles Sanders has looked pretty good, uh, 15 for 58, not a big day for him. But this wasn't a big day for anyone. They kind of, they might have gone in thinking, look, this is going to be an easy game, and it kind of it kind of bites you. Um, we've seen that with a, a couple of teams where they think it's going to be an easy game. They just don't come in with the, the headspace. So I'm guessing that's what it is. This is just kind of a one-off because I think the Cardinals are Fugazi, and I think the Eagles are – I think it's going to be Eagles-Bills in the in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I can't see how it's not at this point. I could see Chiefs possibly overset, upsetting the Bills, which will be interesting because I believe those two play this week. I mean, he looked – it, they looked beatable against the Raiders, so and they've looked beatable a little bit this year, despite Mahomes being as good as he always is. But I mm-hmm. could see, I could see the tide turning here for some teams like the Bills. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about the Sunday night game, which was pretty great. I mean, it was entertaining. Uh, Bengals at the Ravens. Uh, Bengals are getting three points over under is forty eight and a half. The I took Bengals and over. You took Ravens and under. Um, I just wanted the three points. That's all I wanted. I, I wasn't sure who was going to win this, but I was just going to take points. Uh, and it worked out well for me. 17 for 19, uh, or 17 to 19, Bengals end up losing to the Ravens, but they cover, and the total score is 36. So it was under, which you were right about. I, that shocked me. I figured this would be better. I mean, both defenses are pretty solid. Um, Lamar Jackson had a... Had a game, not as good as he's had in the past, but this Bengals pass rush is pretty good. He goes 19 for 32, 174 yards, a touchdown, and an interception, um, and then goes 12 That's for bad. 58 on the ground. Yeah, it's not a good for him. It's not good for any quarterback. Yeah, I'm not, I'm just – both quarterbacks are having bad seasons, and yeah. uh, and I just didn't see it going over just because of that. And, you know, you got um, 
you got a really solid lockdown cornerback on uh, uh, Jamar Chase. And uh, cornerback. Actually, I think they. You know what? I think they put him on Higgins most of the game. So uh, yeah, Higgins got locked down. I think he got yeah, injured, didn't he? Didn't he get injured? I don't think he played. Higgins didn't play. Uh, I think right before okay, the game started. Yeah, I know that because I had Higgins in one of my one of my leagues, and he's he goosed me because um, they had him as questionable, but I figured he was all right. I almost started. Um, I almost started someone else. I can't remember who, but I was like, ah, I'm going to go with T Higgins and yeah, goose me. Not great. Not great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, Burrow and Jamar Chase better get on track soon or they're done. They're yeah. done. I, I, they're just, they, they're just not in that. I mean, they were uncoverable last year or I should say Chase was uncoverable last year. It didn't matter who was on him. He was uncoverable. And mm-hmm. then somehow, they just completely lost it in the season, despite having more protection. Yeah. I, I, I'm just at a loss for what could possibly have caused this batter aggression. Yeah, well, Lyle Collins has not been great. Um, they've kind of they've struggled. The, that offensive line struggled. It's, it's taking them a while to gel. I think they end up will uh, end up gelling. But I mean, the Bengals last year they they were not a team that should have gone to the Super Bowl. They had some, I mean, they played well, they played out of their minds and things went well. Um, but that's not a team that was, that was not the best team in the AFC. Uh, and this year, I think they're kind of coming down more to earth. Um, I think they'll do better. I think they'll get better as the season goes on, but I think they're kind of progressing more towards the mean. I think you're right. Um, last night, boy, unbelievable game. Raiders at the Chiefs. Raiders are getting seven points over under 51. We both took the Chiefs. I took the over. You took the under. We both made this solid pick just because the Raiders have been bad. They've won one game uh, the week before, and I figured that would make it so they came in without their head in the game. Uh, they end up losing just barely 29-30 to 30 for us on a stupid decision. Um, so the Raiders were needed only needed one point, but... I mean, they had seven, so they covered, and then the total score is 59, so I got the over on that one. But stupid, stupid move. Uh, Raiders get down and score a touchdown with four minutes left and for some reason go for the two-point conversion to win it instead of going to overtime. Um, I mean, they didn't have momentum on their side because they came back from uh, a uh, uh, halftime. It was 20-10, to 10, and they'd scored nothing in the third quarter. So... Still stupid. Get the kick the extra point. Go into overtime and see. I mean, maybe you get the ball back. They, the offense has been playing pretty well. Derek Carr has been playing pretty well. Nineteen for thirty, two hundred forty-one yards, two touchdowns. Josh Jacobs has been running everywhere. Twenty-one for one forty, one fifty-four and a touchdown, and then five for thirty-nine in the air. And then Vontae Adams, huge game. Well, three huge receptions for one hundred twenty-four yards and two touchdowns, and then frustrated at the end of the game. He shoved a media person, and now it's coming out that he will likely be suspended um, by the NFL for that. Wow, that's that's a dumb move. Yeah. Uh, dumb, Pat- dumb. Patrick Mahomes, my God. 29 for 43, 292 yards and four touchdowns. You're like, wow, he must have really spread it out. Well, he had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine receivers, but only one of them caught touchdowns. Travis Kelsey. Seven for 25 is terrible, but you throw four touchdowns on there and that'll get the job done. Yeah, I, I went into last night laughing about how bad I was out of this fantasy football game because I was down 
39 points and I only had Kelsey left and I almost <laughs> won. I lost by two points. Oh, I that hurts. If, if the Raiders had kicked that extra point, it would have gone to overtime and I'd have won. Oh, that's, that's painful. Uh, that painful. It was really painful because I was like, oh my God, I have hope. And then it was taken away again. <laughs> I heard a stat today that um, this is the last time someone got four touchdowns in less than 100 yards was um oh i can't remember receiver for the colts now he had 93 yards and four touchdowns oh reggie wayne and this was back in oh, 2018 man. wow yeah that's, that, that's a wild. That was wow 93 yards he had travis kelsey had 25 but man he was i mean when he was in the end zone you couldn't stop him i mean he 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 bulldozed through like four guys and just willed his way in I, he was just on fire so check this out last night from the start of the game to the end of the game Kelsey went from like sixth all time or, or no from seventh all time to fifth all time in touchdowns for a tight end. Uh, he surpassed. Oh, maybe it was sharp uh, at the beginning. And then he, and then he passed another, uh, another, I can't remember who the other one was another really big uh, tight end uh, with his fourth touchdown. Um, but get this. He has to double his career touchdowns. To catch back to catch up to Antonio Gates, that's how dominant Antonio Gates was. Like we all know he's good. I just sometimes forget <laughs> he has a so so Kelsey's now at sixty three touchdowns, which is fifth all time for tight ends. He's at sixty seven. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, sixty seven. Vernon, he uh, just passed Vernon Davis, who had sixty three. So he went into the game of sixty three. Vernon Davis is who yeah. I was trying to think of. Uh, next yep. in front of him is Witten with seventy four. Then it's Jimmy Graham with 85. That's crazy that Jimmy Graham has 85 because his in, his career got shut down so quickly. Um, yeah, he had such a short too. career. Yeah, but he was so good. Yeah. Um, Rob mm-hmm. Gronkowski has 93. Uh, Tony Gonzalez has 111. Yeah, Antonio Gates has 116 touchdowns. That is unreal. That is so dang much. And this is a dude who wasn't playing football in college. Yeah. yeah, he was a power <laughs> He forward. was a basketball same player. With, same with uh, Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jesus, it's uh, it cracks me up. Yeah, these are these are unbelievable athletes, and it. I just, I I think in my head of Travis Kelsey just being an all time great, but yeah, just to just to think of the fact that he would have to double his career to to surpass. Yeah. Uh, Antonio Gates is mind blowing. Yeah, three <laughs> of the top four were all Jimmy Graham was a basketball player. Um, Tony Gonzalez was a basketball player. Antonio yeah. Gates was a basketball player. And then Rob Gronkowski, I think they just found him doing push-ups in a senior frogs and decided to get him to play football. <laughs> That's exactly what he was doing. He was, is it the ice block shots? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, you. <laughs> uh, all right. So far this season, um, you were up by one on the locks against me. Um, yeah, yeah. I am uh, 52% for my solids this year. You are 40%. We are, we are struggling. I think it will get better from here. Um, last week oh, I had 67% for all games. Andy was doing so well this week. I did 44%. You did 50%, um, for the year on all picks. Um, I am 48. You were 44. Uh, you are, I am three up on you on the spread. You were five up on me on over under, and I am seven up on you for the prop winner. So excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Take that. Uh, we will be back on Friday with the week six predictions until that time. May the ACLs be with you. And also with you.